Hello, heroes, and welcome to a special episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. At Gen Con, Kat and I got an opportunity to sit down and play a game with David Ewalt, author of Of Dice and Men, and editor at Forbes magazine. I talk a little bit about this in the episode itself, but I highly recommend that anybody who's interested in role-playing read Of Dice and Men. It's a great way to learn more about the origins of your hobby and appreciate the experience of a fellow gamer. If you're really looking to dive into gaming history, Of Dice and Men is a great way to start and give yourself a cursory knowledge for the journey ahead. I was also playing this game with Cat Murphy, my best friend and co-creator of One Shot, and Samuel Kay, one of the people who introduced me to gaming in the first place. Cat, Sam, and I usually push each other in interesting directions, and this episode is no exception. We do some weird stuff in this episode, but it was a fun ride, and I think we ultimately earned the bizarre ending we came up with. Oh, and one note about the audio quality. It's Gen Con, man. There's nothing we could do. Sorry about that. I edited out as much of the background noise as I could. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. All right, everyone, we are going to meet the party for our special Gen Con game. Uh, first up is a very good friend of mine, uh, one of the people who actually introduced me to role-playing, and I believe is responsible for me being a hideous, loveless power gamer. That's true. That's Sam K. Sam? Hi, everyone. Why don't you choke up on that Get mic and that say mic. that again? I can, I, can, I can really just try to make out with it right here in the <laughs> middle of the open gaming area of Gen Con. Surrounded by men in fedoras, and I, uh, you know what? I only see a Stetson. Only one Stetson. <laughs> All right. Your, so your Hattermancy is strong tonight, James. Uh, Sam, let's uh, let's learn a little bit about your character. Okay. Uh, I, for this week, I am playing Blaine, the ever worthy paladin of Our Lady of the Miserable Children. Um, Our Lady of the Miserable Children is a is a kind deity, a kind but strict deity who only requires three things from her very devoted followers. One is that they never lie. Two, that they never break a promise. And three is that they don't kill orphans. Now, now Blaine... Is, the last one's awfully specific. Yeah, it's just... really... Well, she, she's the patron of, of okay, orphans. Okay. So, I mean, that makes sense. But, but Blaine, Blaine's in a bit of a... He's in a bit of a bind, James. Alright. Yeah, you see... When Blaine was working at the orphanage as a squire, a wicked orphan came up to him and demanded that he protect him from a terrible, terrible person. And obviously, Blaine didn't know that the orphan was wicked at that time. He just was like, it's an orphan. They're, they're all pretty much, you know, Yeah, he didn't goodly. have the ability to detect the orphan's wickedness. Still doesn't. Still doesn't. Um, it's a blank spot. In his in his divine gifts, um, and so he took an oath. He took a vow to slay, to slay a man, for this orphan. Mm-hmm. This man, his his name is Fred the Kindly. Okay, I want to pause for a minute and analyze this man's title. I feel like this should have been obvious to Blaine at the time. Blaine, Blaine's not very bright. Okay, okay. Uh, and so. Over the course of the last ten years, give or take Blaine, as he's gotten older and like grown up to full knighthood and ever-worthy status, um, hunts Fred the Kindly in a circuitous route exactly three villages behind them. They've become pen pals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, have, they have a fantastic friendship. They can never 
meat. <laughs> because then then Blaine will have to kill Fred. And that would be that would be terrible. But but they just, you know, go from town to town, usually like three months apart. And, and that's how they do things. It okay. works for them. It works for them. You know, a lot of people have a lot of interesting relationships in life. I guess that's just one of them. Yeah. I mean, I have friends that I never get to see. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And Gen Con is the place and to Gen see Con's those friends. See them. It's true. Uh, moving on, uh, let's uh, meet our special guest for this episode, uh, David Ewald. Uh David wrote a book called Of Dice and Men. Now, you've heard me talk about it on the show before. I've definitely talked about it on Critical Success. It's a great personal history uh, for David and just sort of a history of the hobby itself of role-playing. David, welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. First of all, let, let's talk a little bit about the book just uh, so we have it out there. Um, what what inspired you to write it? Because uh, you talk a little bit about that in your introduction, I think... Uh, Sure. Well, I, I grew up as a gamer. I played a lot of D&D and other role-playing games when I was a kid and through high school and then sort of fell away from the hobby for a long time. Uh, I became a journalist and eventually my beat became video games. And when I started reporting on the video game industry, you know, I would go and meet people who make video games and I'd ask them, why do you make games for a living? And they all said, oh, because I played a lot of Dungeons and Dragons when I was a kid. <laughs> so it made me want to start playing D&D again. And it also made me realize, hey, there's a lot to this game. It's more than just, you know, a fun pastime. It's really influential and important, not just in the games business, but to artists and writers and media people and all strokes of life. There are people who've been really deeply affected by this game. So it made me want to find out where it came from and why it's so important. That's very cool. Uh, and I certainly recommend this book. I gave this book to my mother after I read it, to sort of try and explain to her, you know, what's going on in this hobby. And after reading it, she's like, I think I get it now. Nice. Uh, that was one of my one of my ulterior motives was I wanted something I could hand to my parents and be like, remember all those times I was down in the basement and you were wondering what the heck I was doing? <laughs> okay, this is what I was doing. Well, thank you, David, for, for providing that not only for yourself, but for all of us. With that out of the way, let's learn a little bit about your character. Well, my character is Rudiger the Anxious. Rudiger comes from a, a long and, and fabled line of fighters. For generations back, all the men in his family have been have been out with sword and, sword and shield and making a name for themselves. Rudiger was a little different, though. He wasn't really born for fighting, but as the eldest son, he was expected to do it. Rudiger always wanted to be a wizard, but study and that sort of thing was absolutely forget, forbidden in the household unless it was study of the sword. So eventually he was completely guilted into the profession by his father and now goes out in the world to try and prove, okay, I've got what it takes to, to be a legendary fighter, even though he very clearly does not. Right, right. And finally, we move on to the co-creator of the show, is now what we're calling you, Cat. Uh, welcome to Cat Murphy. Hi, James. There we go. We got it. We got the awkwardness out yeah. of the way. We did it. Yay. Cat, uh, how's the con been for you so far? You ran a game today. I did run a game today. It, it was a blast. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, do you want to you tell people about the game? Because we might have that on the site soon. Oh, we'll definitely have it on the site soon. Uh, so it was a uh, Wes Anderson-based uh, fiasco playset that I made that I I had a really fun time with. Uh, everyone around the table seemed to get that it didn't need to devolve into a complete fiasco, that there were one of the tilt elements was, like, 
to forgive dot 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 <laughs> and then had various relationships in your life that you might need to do. Uh, and uh, they really embraced that aspect of it, which was cool to see. It was cool to see the whole thing play out. Really like a Wes Anderson movie. I, I was watching that. I couldn't play in it because I had a game right after it. But I was looking at it like, oh, man, I want to do this so bad. Yeah, that's uh, someone pretty much just played Bill Murray, and that's all I wanted. So, <laughs> so good day. All right, Kat, let's learn about your character this week. I am playing, surprise, a wizard. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, so this is Balderdash. Uh, Balderdash, what's the name of the town? that we're near? Uh, Balderdash is near uh, Turncorn. Okay, Turncorn. Balderdash is the resident wizard of Turncorn. Nobody really remembers when she showed up, uh, but there's been a wizarding tower in the area that ships about from time to time uh, that is occupied by Balderdash. Um, she's an elf. She doesn't really seem to have any interest in human goings-on, really just cares about magic, and for some reason protecting her territory. Whenever anything goes wrong within X miles of the tower, uh, she tends to go check it out. Very cool. Well, with that, I think it's time to start on our adventure. It is a warm-ish spring day. Uh, it would be beautiful. You've had a long and harsh winter, and the spring has been a long time coming. Unfortunately, the winter was so long and so hard that there was a great deal of snow on the mountains. And by the time it started warming up and it really started precipitating, the ice melt was furious and the lands are flooded. And this is especially prevalent to you guys as you were just in the middle of crossing a small river in a raft when a torrential downpour started up oh my. and a flash flood started washing you further down from the river away from your destination uh you've been you've been traveling together for a couple of weeks uh you partied up when you had to cross the uh salt barrier in order to deliver a message much quicker than you normally would have to uh but right now, you are all clinging to, for your lives to a small raft that you have fashioned out of sticks and logs as the water washes you down and crashes you against rocks. What are you doing? Rudiger, kick mightily with me. Don't kick worry, mightily against this paddle. water. <laughs> no, 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 we're going to, we're going to redirect, redirect mightily the flow of our raft. Just, just use those powerful leg muscles that all great fighters have, and just kick, kick with me. Um, I don't know if you've seen my legs, but they're, I'll they're do glorious. my best. They're beautiful. Just believe in yourself and and our Lady of the Miserable Children, and kick. I'll kick for everything I have. We're going to kick. All right. So this kicking is going to be a defied danger based on strength. So I'll oh, we've need... got this. We've got this. Don't worry. Strength is a good score for us, Rudiker. For all who swing sword and shield together. Oh. <laughs> it's certainly my I strength, may have so bungled speak. that mightily. <laughs> what do we have that floats? So, so that did not work. That did not work. So what I see, it, you, you guys are on the raft. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, to further his plan, Blaine hops off the raft. He realizes you guys are headed for a jagged, rocky embankment uh, in the river. He hops off the raft, and he starts kicking. 
and he convinces Rediger to join him. So both of you are clinging to the edge of the raft, hoping to kick it into position, but the river is just too strong, or perhaps it's that your legs are too weak. Mm -hmm. uh, you hit the embankment regardless, it sends the raft into a terrible spin, Oh no! and uh, Balderdash, you see that your two allies had spun off of the raft. Rediger is valiantly doggy paddling, uh, but it doesn't seem to be doing what you know it needs to do. Oh no! Well, how's uh? What about what about Blaine? What's going on with Blaine's situation? Uh, Blaine, <laughs> Blaine is perhaps even worse. He's still kicking, uh, but he's kicking with his legs out of the water and his head definitely down underneath the water. Okay. Rediger, Rediger, use your vast intelligence. <laughs> Think, think quickly. With quick thinking, we can overcome any problem. Centripetal force, Rediger. Centripetal force. Balderdash, can't you use your arcane powers? Redirect the waters. Summon dolphins to rescue us. Can I do that? I, I could do that as a ritual, right? But can I just do that? <laughs> um, I feel uh, so like I actually can't. This is, this is the second time today that. Aquaman would have been able yeah, to save Aquaman us. Aquaman would be so useful in this situation. In uh, all situations. But unfortunately, Aquaman, you are not. I believe no. the spells that you have are access are, are, are the level one spells that yeah. you have. Yep, my level one spells uh, have nothing to do with this scenario. That's alright. Think of something. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm trying to... Okay. So I have the raft. Uh, the raft is a bunch of sticks just bundled together. Correct. Um, but uh, it does have, like, one area that actually looks to be secure, which is the middle branching. So if I am, uh, so if I, like, manage to break apart the other thing, it should go wide enough to hit either side of the river. And it should be able to, uh, if Rudiger, like, acts quickly at the right time and thinks through this uh, and shoves it, doesn't require a lot of force, just he needs to know the right angle. It should be able to sweep up our buddy Blaine, and it will, uh, we'll all have something to hold on to that should start slowing up against the rocks. That sounds great. So we're Roll going back. to defy danger with quick thinking. So I. That's intelligence based? Intelligence based? Okay. A six and a one. A six and a one, uh, but what does your stat give you? Plus two. Plus two. Okay, so that would be nine. Nine. Yeah. So you that is that's a success. How, okay. Please, please just tell me the total roll. Well, now I know that that's how that works. <laughs> okay. Again, I have not played the system. You actually have just once, <laughs> but we weren't paying attention to the rules then. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you, your plan mostly works. Uh, you manage to sweep up uh, Redger and you sweep up Blaine. However, Blaine still has his head trailing through the water. And he is continuing to shout valorous encouragement to his friend Redger because he believes he needs to bolster his friend's spirit, regardless of the mortal danger of talking underwater while you are in a situation where you need to breathe. <laughs> Going, <laughs> he calls it encouragement. I call it pressure. I don't, I don't know if I need to pull him out of the water right now. Rudiger, you have to pull him out of the water. <laughs> Quick, Rudiger, use your mind. Well, okay, if you say so. I'll grab him firmly by the shoulders and pull him back onto the raft. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I was in grave danger and you saved me 
using your strength. <laughs> I believe his, in you. His mind, though. His yes, the strength his, of his mind. The, <laughs> wink, wink. Yes, friend. Yes, his true strength. His mind. Wink. Uh, Wink, wink, wink. Yes. I knew this was the right party to travel with. <laughs> All of a sudden, the, the river that you guys are floating down widens out, and there's a bit of a calm in it. Oh, well, fortunately, I will take my blessed halberd and use it as a pole to begin to control the flow of our raft now that we're no longer white water rafting. Right, where are you headed? Uh, I would like to discern realities and figure out where we're headed. Okay. This is why we have the wizard in the party. She thinks ahead. Okay, so that's going to be a 12. Okay. Uh, so you... It's going to be a what? Sorry. A 12? 12, okay. Uh, so you get to ask one of the... Uh, you get to ask three of the Discern Realities questions, and I answer them honestly. <laughs> oh, just from that list. So I can't ask where are we? Um, okay. What is about to happen? Uh, so, you, it's good that you asked that, because in this calm, uh, the rain is coming down, it's, there's so much ambient noise that if you didn't have this calm in the river, you wouldn't be able to focus and hear the rushing roar that's right in front of you. Uh, a mere 20 feet ahead, even with this, uh, river moving slowly, you believe there is a waterfall. Okay, what here is useful or valuable to me? All right, so you see uh, floating near your raft, uh, there are some rocks and logs uh, that are along the way near the bank. You don't think, especially judging on how your friends were kicking earlier, that you guys would be able to kick over to the bank in time. But perhaps if you jumped out of the water and hopped from object to object, you guys might be able to escape the river. Mm, okay. So, uh, what here, meaning all of the uh, these things that we're proposing to hop on, is not what it appears to be? One of them is a river gator. Mm. Quickly, my friends, we must jump and hop swiftly to the shore, but not on that. That one looks pretty good. No, that one is not good. <laughs> oh. I will discern what is aligned with my god and good in this area, because I have no sense of irony or any concept of things that are not literal. Okay. So you mean good is in the alignment? Yes. <laughs> so when I pray you. for guidance, even for a moment, and ask, what here is evil? Yeah. My GM will tell me, honestly. Uh, so, uh, you, you, you sense alignments, uh, and... Not, nothing pings evil right here, although you sense a vague evilness that's off in the distance that you feel is growing closer and closer. What you do sense here are your friends. They're good, and there's also a creature in the water right near you that's, uh, that's also good. There's, there's something in the water, and it's, it's quite friendly. I, I don't know how else to describe it. It is not smiling because it wants to be your friend. I... It also probably won't be smiling if we jump on its uh, head. I say we follow the wizard's lead. Well, I've done that before. We'll do it again now. <laughs> Go first, friend wizard. I attempt to jump across to the I shore. will defend us against the onrush of the waterfall as long as I am able to. Uh, and he 
uh, reaches out his arms and he grabs two rocks to try and prevent the log from moving. A ten. Ten. That is a, that is a perfect roll for Defy Danger. Your might holds as you use the strength of your arms and the conviction of your faith to stay the water as your friends hop to safety. I'll need both of you to roll a dexterity-based Defy Danger. I'm about to get even more wet. I only rolled a six. I got a nine. Well, no, no. I, that actually, the one shot is a. Oh, six. the one shot is a six. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a, a ten. And I have a nine. Excellent. So, uh, you guys hop across uh, without impediment, and you manage to avoid hopping on the good aligned gator. Oh, they've reached the other side. Farewell, friendly raft. I'll see you on the other side. And I, I as well, will attempt to leap from object to object. <laughs> Poorly. Uh, that'll be a five. So you jump, you jump, <laughs> hop, hop, and you jump on top of the rock and immediately fall into the water. Uh, you guys see the gator go after him oh as gosh. he careens over the waterfall. Oh no! No! No, I sense the good in you, Gator. Hold me up. Pull me back up the waterfall. Uh, Please. Make a charisma-based defy danger. Uh, a five. <laughs> so, unfortunately, the Gator, while good and just, cannot understand your language. Uh, I didn't take that. You didn't take that power. And thus shall be your literal downfall. As you go careening over the edge of the waterfall, Gator in tow. As soon as he starts going... Save yourself, Gator! Save yourself! As soon as he starts going over the waterfall, I'd like to perform a ritual. Okay. I want to make the river flow in the opposite direction, so the waterfall would reverse direction and pull him back up to us. Uh, that's amazing. Thank you. Uh... So, so Balderdash, I, I want to describe her. So, the yeah. is, is there some mechanic around our, our things that? W- uh, so, the way look works in Dungeon World uh, is you can name that as inspiration for different moves. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay. So, uh, yes. So, Balderdash has a creepy body. Um, what this means isn't that it's misshapen. Uh, it's that sometimes it doesn't really appear to be there. Or sometimes it seems to have scales on it. Or sometimes, uh, etc. That's, uh, she, her, her clothing is very bizarre and geometric, and it, it looks like a Kirby creation. Um, and sometimes her skin looks like Kirby Crackle. So as she starts singing to the river and pulling it back in the other mm-hmm. direction, uh, the, the, like, runes, uh, on the visible parts of her skin shift and turn to, appear to turn to water until the thing indeed does, uh, oh, neat. reverse. Neat. Briefly. And rituals, uh, just, rituals take no roll, or do you have to roll magic for them? Um, da, 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 da. so you have to give, so there are conditions. Um, da, da, da. I tell you what I'm trying to achieve. Then you give me a condition. It's going to take days, weeks, or months. Or, first I must blank, or I need help from blank, or it'll require a lot of money, or the best I can do is a lesser version, or uh, me and my allies will risk danger from, or I'll have to just disenchant blank to do it. 
All right, so you absolutely are going to need help uh, from from uh, Redigar. Yes. Yep. I've been waiting for this day. Yes. Redigar, use your inherent magical abilities. Aid me. Like this. <laughs> she does a stupid-looking thing with her arms that doesn't look like it should work. Uh, and to someone who isn't uninitiated in magic would be like, eh, I don't think that's a spell. I've been secretly practicing this room in my this move in my bedroom at night. I'm ready for this moment. Well then join me, Redigar. Away So you start you you guys start moving your arms in the weird way that Balderdash <laughs> has shown you, but Redigar already like you can feel the arcane forces flowing through your limbs like this feels a little bit like home to you. It, part of it makes you sad, but you also realize that even this isn't going to work. The movements are all wrong. You have this inherent arcane knowledge inside you that's trying to get out, uh, and you're inspired. You start scribbling on the ground. It's trigonomic equations. You roll a defy danger based on intelligence. And oh no! <laughs> I, I mixed a, 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 a polynomial and uh, divided by zero. <laughs> In fighter school, they do not teach you advanced mathematics or even basic mathematics. So you're like, quickly, we must change the movement from from moving our ar- flapping our arms like a chicken uh-huh. to waving them like a river. And you change your movements, and it does cause the river to reverse flow. However, it causes it with much greater force than you anticipated earlier. And just before you and this gator are dashed upon the jagged rocks below, a water jet goes up the other way, propelling you skyward towards the heavens. Oh! Our Lady of Merciful. Oh, this is quite. This is quite a bit higher. Higher, quite a bit higher. Gator, once again, save yourself! And I throw him away from the oncoming like rush back towards the river, so that at least he will land back in the water. Okay. Um. As as it is my duty as a paladin to endanger myself to protect those who are weaker than me, including good-aligned river crocodile gator things. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, so I want you to make a dexterity-based throw gator check. Oh, well, I have unfortunately been practicing this maneuver in my room. <laughs> That'll be, once again, a five. Five is the number one number I am rolling tonight. Okay. So you, you like, try and hurl the gator out of the flow of water. Unfortunately, this sort of propels you away from the jet. And the two of you fall together from the sky uh, to so the banks. Sorry. I'm um, so sorry. <laughs> and you both take three damage, which would be reduced by your armor. Okay. As you connect with the stiff shores below. Thud. But with that, your party has escaped the rages of the w- river. And we've made a new friend. <laughs> Again, that does not want to be your friend. Are you all right? (laughs) (laughs) The gator is freaking out. Very angry. My father had one of those stuffed in his war room. It always scared me. I'm not going near it. That's some some wizard stuff right there. Go in peace, gator friend. Go in peace. 
and the gator the gator like starts uh walking around in circles it it, it seems like it's got something that it's trying to tell you there's, there's an oncoming evil coming. Yes, I understand you perfectly. No, you don't seem to understand it. it just, just, just... I'm going to... Hold on a second. Uh, can I discern realities on the gator? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to discern realities. And, oh my god, is this die loaded? Uh, wow. I get, uh, whatchamacallit, a 13. A 13? Well, I can assure you, Kat, that that die is not loaded. It's just a one-shot die. And yeah. all one-shot dice are imbued with unnatural luck. Oh, okay. And that's why you should visit us whenever we do live events to get them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, you, you discern realities on the gator. Uh, what do you want to know about the gator? I want to know what here is useful or valuable to me. This gator does seem to have some sort of valuable information that it's trying to convey through its hisses. Yep, okay. Uh, what should I be on the lookout for? You should be on the lookout for a terrible evil. Ah, aha. <laughs> I told you. Uh, fine. Uh, what here is not what it appears to be. Aha. You look at it, and you look in the eyes of the gator, and you see within it swirling arcane forces. Mm. Something is not right with this gator. Uh, actually, the, the gator is firmly on the side of all that is right. It's, it's... That is not... It could be left, too. You don't know. You don't know how I'm using the word. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry, Baldy Dash. I, I mean that there are arcane to, forces at work. I didn't mean to be offensive. I just... T- I just find your use of language boring. Boring and simple. Assist me in discovering the secrets of this gator. I... I how should I do that? I thought that you were able... You and your kind were able to commune with... With creatures and... That is sadly not one of the gifts offered to me by Our Lady of the Miserable Children. I can, however, um... I know a game that we play at the orphanage. (laughs) I am going to attempt to discern reality through feats of strength known as charades. (laughs) Do you understand, Gator? (laughs) Excellent. That will be a nine. All right. <laughs> so okay the gator the gator uh rolls over on its back and it like tries to move its gatory paws together uh in sort of a triangular shape and then it wiggles its little gatory fingers that you have been enchanted by some kind of evil creature the gator claps. Yes, yes, that was worth three points. <laughs> ask it, ask it if it if it needs like to be exi- do you, exercised. Do you enjoy being a gator, or would you like to be returned to your original form? The gator, the gator uh, rolls back over and just shakes its mighty gator head. I, you you can't answer yes or no in charades <laughs> to a double question. <laughs> the gator. <laughs> Owns its fist on the ground. Um, <laughs> if you want to be a human 
not a you want not to be a gator. So the gator uh, rears back on two legs and walks you about. You want to be a man or a woman, <laughs> whatever you were originally. I can help you with that. Yes, yes. Come to me. Let me embrace you with my paladiny hands. So the gator, the gator uh, moves towards you, and in a leap, uh, leaps on top of you. Okay, I, I, I lay my hands upon this gator, and I pray to Our Lady of the Most Miserable Children. Oh, Lady of the Most Miserable Children, playtime in the dress-up closet is almost over. Remove the curse from upon your gentle child. Um, and through you, holy energy is channeled. Maybe. There we go. Big win. Through you, holy energy is channeled, and this gator transforms from a gator into a uh, into a old woman, a, a withered old hag. Thank you, kind adventurers. Oh, you're quite welcome, old woman. Here, here, let me. You are down. welcome, obvious witch. <laughs> That's right. You recognize that I practice witchcraft, <laughs> but light witchcraft, I do. Light witchcraft! Oh. That is irrelevant to my purposes! But quite relevant to mine! <laughs> well, Although it is I good that you witches said that. didn't float. <laughs> witches don't float, but gators do! They don't cancel each other out! They just. Whichever one you are, sort of, is in control! I, oh, I is a witch like a, like, a, like a species then? <laughs> witches are a species in this setting now? Yes! <laughs> Quite like humans, but not exactly! <laughs> I, I have also heard this, yes. You can tell by the nose, and the lack of hair, and the lack of toes. Oh, the green skin! Brave adventurers! Yes, noble, light, witchy woman! You must help me! My yes. town has become overrun! Oh, by... He, he, by... By horses? No! Worse! By elephants? Far worse! By... By the things that elephants hunt? No! Impoverished orphans! <laughs> oh no! My only weakness! The floods! The floods have driven all the orphans out of the orphanages, which as we all know, legally, in the farmlands, orphanages must be subterranean! <laughs> this turned the orphans out <laughs> and they came to my city a city upon a hill this city is the only functioning orphan left in all of New Celian suburbs I'll require someone to deal with these orphans I I can deal with these orphans with love and hope and proper education and a strong ruler that will put them back into shape. Oh, wonderful, And wrap wonderful. their knuckles. You... Most heavenly wrapping of knuckles. Oh, you godsend you are. I was afraid there was only one soul brave enough to help us combat the tyranny of social poverty. And that was... That's Fred the Kindly. Fred the Kindly's already there, but one man's uh, not enough. Oh we'll no. Require, we'll require more brave heroes. And you're just the brave heroes. Ah. Uh, well, 
that's going to be a bit of a problem. Oh, good! I'm glad you agree! <laughs> I... I have a question! <laughs> All right! Who turned you into a crocodile? That was me! <laughs> I turned myself into a crocodile using an old witching trick! I see, to escape the impoverished children! No! The old witching trick that wizards have no access to is to corrupt or condemn yourself in some way and wait until heroes come around and set things right and then reward them. And if anybody refuses to help you, punish them. Punish them with great vigor and anger. <laughs> Ow. Ow. There you go. Well, fortunately, that's not the situation we're in now. No, it's not! I, uh, Otherwise, you'd be punished most ferociously. Well, we are going to go to your town, whatever the name of it is. That is Turncorn! Turncorn. Wait, don't we live in Turncorn? I uh, thought we lived in Corn Turn. Oh, did we? That's right! You live. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, you live in... Uh, corn Turn is different than Turncorn. Yep. Uh... Once they were two united uh, uh, mobile settlements that split off due to uh, differences in opinion. Uh, one people's uh, valued uh, staying low and the others valued staying high. Uh. Uh, they've been basically rival states and uh, all sorts of sports and whatnot. They've matured since the bloody days where they would fight all the time. And uh, now they're just sort of friendly rivals. Oh, cool. Well, looks like it's time to go to the place where we need to go to save the orphans and kill Fred the Kindly at long last. Children make me uncomfortable. I'm not going to have to do any diapering or hand-holding or anything, I am agree! I? They are most illogical! Well, thankfully, our friend the witch is going to punish no one severely because that's not the situation that we are in. Exactly! <laughs> and I would punish you so severely! Trust me! No, we will be going! That is not, that's not, no, you're right, that is not the situation in which we find ourselves. I just, I don't intend to speak to a single child. Not one. Nope. You that's will help on them. someone else. You will help them with the Power of your mind. No, that's not what I am here for. Balder that's Dash, not my whole thing. I have been convinced by by your constant weakening of Rudiger's physical form by telling him constantly and unendingly to use his the brain. The boy should be a wizard. I have no idea why he isn't. Anyways, you've convinced me that you're right and that only a thinking person is going to be able to solve this problem of social poverty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Perhaps beating it down isn't the right answer this time. <laughs> so you guys uh, know that you're a couple miles out of town. It's difficult to tell where you are exactly on the map. Uh, so in order to get there, you're going to need to undertake a journey. And to do that, it will require three rolls. Fortunately, there are three of you. One of you will have to take on the role of quartermaster. The other will have to take on the role of trailblazer. And finally, we'll need a scout. The scout will look for hidden dangers on the road. 
The quartermaster will determine who gets which rations and when, and of course the trailblazer will read the map and get you to the right location. Reading is not my strong suit. I am, however, well trained in giving people exactly what they need when they don't ask for it, and in fact refusing it to them when they do ask for it. <laughs> An ideal quartermaster for certs. Well, I happen to have sharp eyes, black and piercing, staring into the staring into the distance, never blinking. So I will take watch. And not creepy at all, <laughs> no matter what anyone tells you. The only stable part of me. They stay consistent while the rest moves, like normal eyes. Just like normal eyes. We're not so different after all. Well, my dad used to try to teach me how to draw maps, and I was never very good at it. I ended up stuck in a few holes and lost in the woods a couple of times, but I'll do my best to keep us on track. We trust you implicitly. Implicitly, Rudiger. There's no way that any failure could ever be traced back to you. <laughs> All right, so these are these rolls are wisdom based. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> it's okay. I'm a paladin. I've got, I got this. Eight. <laughs> I mean, all of the Sam. All of the food is in my belly. So you, that means you guys have to use two of your rations. Okay. Um, each of you have to. You consume basically twice the normal rations. As he's just been, he he's seen in your eyes the eyes of every hungry orphan that I he's ever no. seen. I just can't. Please, sir, do you want some more? Yes, yes, and you will have no, it. Stop. You will have stop. more food. Oh God! Fortified um, jerky this time. What 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 about uh, you two? How did you fare? How about you? I think we're going the right way, but with a roll of an eight, I think there's a good chance we're on our way to corn turn instead of turn corn. Absolutely, absolutely. You you manage to read the maps, and you it, it takes you a little bit longer to get your bearings than normal. So for the first couple hours, you're sort of going out in the wrong arc, and you quickly realize, based on the position of the sun, the correct way to go. Uh, it repositions you uh, going through some rougher terrain and away from roads, but you're going to be able to get there within the day. And finally, our scout. I similarly got an eight. So, it's you're, you're fairly successful in this. In fact, you were a big help uh, to Rediger in how to find the proper direction as you merely summoned your titanic wizard tower, uh-huh. looked at the top of it, and would look out in all directions every every couple of yards. <laughs> that is so cool. Yes, all of this could be yours one day, Radiger. One day. <laughs> that seems most unlikely. <laughs> the majesty of a wizard tower. So... <laughs> uh, you, so you guys have to go It through... must be nice to have a father, Radiger. So many of my charges don't. Trust me, it's overrated. All I got from him was a shed full of hammers and swords and some very sore backsides. However, family is very important, Radiger. <laughs> That's what they tell me. So, 
uh, Balderdash, you're on your wizard's tower. Yep. Uh, you're looking out over the countryside when you see movement ahead of you. My elven eyes in the distance, see? Give me a rhyme. Something that looks like a moving tree. There we go. Is it an You said it, it for me, so tree? yeah, keep going. What's up? Is it an evil tree? Is it is it an evil tree? Is that what you're asking me? I whether or not the tree is evil? Well, I, I, either you or my goddess. It's it, rhetorical questions are difficult for me. I cannot really discern whether or not a tree is evil, unless it's what other tree-like things could be. What is it? Uh, so, like, you you get a closer look at it, uh, and it looks like what, what? Oh, can I spout lore? I think that's the right way to do yes. that, right? Okay, cool. So. Da-da-da. So, t- 12. 12. To spout mm, lore. Okay. So, for 12 in spout lore, let me... So, what you... The tree-like creatures that you see are indeed trolls. Many would have mistaken these as friendly trents uh, from so far away. But you looked for the telltale green feet. Uh, on the path, they disguised themselves by rubbing themselves with mud to look like Trents, to lure in uh, wayward travelers and then eat them. Malaligned trolls. Evil trolls. Excuse me, friends. There's something that has to be done. Uh, Correct. We should all put on bells and then proceed, having scared the trolls away. I think there's probably something that would help us back in the direction that we came from. Onward to glorious battle. No, no, let me quickly. I'm going to just climb down. Just hold on while I climb down. The wizard tower takes five minutes. Just five minutes. Stay put. And she she says this, uh, sticking her head out of each window. Almost there. Soon I'll be down. All the way around the tower. Uh, five minutes pass, and uh, the tower goes and sinks back into the earth. Did you take off in no, that time? No, no, I waited for you patiently. Oh. Okay, now that I am here, I do not think we should engage with the trolls. Why would we do that? Friend, friend Balderdash, did you, did you attempt to deceive me? I said we were going to do something, and you said, wait, wait, I'll be there in just five minutes. That sounded like consent. No, that was not consent. <laughs> that was a, just a, that was... The amount of time it would take, that was I, simply the amount of time. I feel as if you should have said, no, I will not be joining you in combat from the top of the tower. And then we could have had discourse about it. You also, <laughs> it strikes you that she took four minutes and 34 seconds to get down the it's tower. It's true. And not five minutes. It's true. Well, this time I'll forgive you, but I'm afraid... That we really do need to get to battling these trolls. No, no, I, I see no reason to attack uh-huh. trolls. They're very scary. They're very, they're mean. Uh, yes, well, Rudiger. The wizard is wise. The wizard is very wise. That has absolutely no bearing on whether or not we should engage in glorious, divinely ordained combat with evil. Somebody once told me that discretion is the better part of valor. That person was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's that. Uh, it looks and with like that, I will begin to advance one. towards yeah. the trolls. You've got one vote against 
one vote for, and you stuck in the middle. As I'm struck now, as the dynamic between these two appears to be this an angel and a devil on your shoulder. So Mom and Dad always at each other's throats. But they always agreed, though, that family was paramount. Family is paramount, Rudiger. Well, if Blaine is irrational enough to engage these creatures, I can't let him get hurt, so I'm going to have to follow him. I'm proud of you. All right. Most heroic. Foolish, but heroic. And you go for it. I, I have a question. How how tall is Balderdash? Balderdash is so short. She's like 5'2". Okay. That's, uh, no, she looks great. She's just like this. She's, uh, she also, the other element of her appearance, uh, that's, it's like the hair slot. Mm-hmm. She has a pointed hat, but it's like a hood around her whole thing. Her, her, like, a floppy hood that then just turns into a very tall point that sticks directly up, no matter the wind situation. And then it has holes in the side for her hair to flow up through. <laughs> I picture, I picture, uh, Balderdash being a Muppet. <laughs> that's, that's You're accurate. You're a Jim Henson She's creation. She's just a Jim Henson creature, yeah. That's, that's good. Alright, so you guys ride off uh, to approach these trolls, uh... Now, it's pretty obvious that Blaine intends to ride gloriously charging into combat. Uh, oh, no, 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 you, you parlay first. Okay. Uh, every time. That's, you don't just attack and kill things. That's, that's terrible. That's not good. That's terrible. That's yeah. a truly atrocious that's way to go good. about things. No, you, you attempt discourse, like I did with Balderdash at the top of the tower, and then you resolve conflict. What? How do you teach children disembodied voice? I don't. <laughs> All right, so uh, you are approaching the trolls uh, with my white flag high in the air. <laughs> you wave a white flag, and two trolls uh, move over, like, like, like take notice of the flag, and they walk over. Oh, hello, hello there. We are Trents, we are. You are not. You are trolls. If they say they're Trents, let them be trolls. No, no. Lies are not allowed. Our Lady of the Miserable Children is very clear on that. Fibbing, not allowed. Their feet are green. And their feet also are green. It's it's quite clear. They're very green. They're very green, just like troll feet. Oh, and I, I gotta say, I don't like being called out in a lie. Well, then you should Immediately lie. by somebody I met. Seconds ago. Well, then you should not lie. That is that is the best way around that. Well, I'm sorry if I hurt your feeling. Apology accepted. I'm glad to hear that. Now I have to ask this question: Are you evil trolls with poor intentions, or are you simply misunderstood creatures who wish you were made of tree? Well, that depends on what you think of the nature of good and evil, lad, doesn't it? I am a paladin of Our Lady of the Most Miserable Children. He's thus, extremely binary. I am incredibly binary. Oh, uh, well, see, we don't practice binary observances in our, uh, what would you say it is? A milieu! In our milieu, uh, we instead, uh, practice a wide variety of gray areas, we do. Hmm. So, I- well, we are, quote unquote, evil trolls, we perceive anything that continues the life of us and our children to be good. Oh. That is a fascinating and entirely valid worldview, and I want you to know that I appreciate it. Unfortunately, 
If you refuse to help me in what I'm about to ask you to do, my very coded binary nature will come into conflict with that. Oh, dear. Yes, I don't want this to happen. So, it would be best if you simply agreed to assist me. All right, all right. What, what, what request would you like to make of us? And then may we, may we, in return, make a request of you? That does sound like an appropriate way to solve our differences. Oh, well, this is a lovely meeting, isn't it? Yes, I, I think so. I'm quite I'm pleased. Quite Usually we lie about being Trents. People get close to us, realize we're not Trents, realize we're trolls. They start attacking us and we eat their flesh. This is a great turn. I'm, I'm also pleased with it. I'm hoping that we can stop that cycle of violence. Now, I'm sorry, Mr. Troll, I didn't get your name. Oh, my, my name is Thresher the Crusher. Thresher the Crusher. How did you get that name, Thur? Oh, I got it by uh, my, my family name. Uh, we, we are famous Threshers. We, we go out uh, to the wheat fields and we gather the... Uh, the the wheat. Yeah, yes. that we use to grind with the Englishman's bones to make our bread, uh, which we in turn sell to Ogus. A family trade. It is a family trade. And I got the name The Crusher. By crushing my opponents in the field of battle. Oh, well, those very honest titles. Very honest titles. Okay, so here is my request for you. All right. There is a town full of orphans a mere few miles away. Mm. And they need discipline. Discipline? Yes, but not violent discipline. Non-violent I'm hoping you discipline. can show them how good trolls who live in non-binary ways can avoid the traps of being undisciplined. Interesting, interesting. So you would like me and my society of trolls to gather these orphans and teach them the way of the troll? Basically, yes. Oh, I, I, I think... Really? That's what you want? You want to teach all of the orphan children that are overrunning human populations already the way of the troll? Which is mainly... Eating humans. Oh, yeah, it's uh, pretty much the long and short of it. That seemed to be what oh, he asked. Oh, no, I thought, I thought you were talking about, you know, thinking through your actions and, and having discourse like we are right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, we absolutely like that. But the other main tenet of being a oh. troll is eating human flesh. This is, this is really unfortunate. This is truly unfortunate. All right, well, well. Ah, uh, you made your request to me. Yes. Now I must make a request of you. Okay. Ah, uh, can you surrender to me the flesh of that human boy that you're traveling with? Oh. No. No, I can't well, do that. Well, I already agreed to teach orphans to engage in thoughtful discourse and eat the flesh of human beings. Which are both, I think, would be very difficult to teach an orphan. So why why would it be difficult to teach that to an orphan? Well, uh, orphans don't like eating human flesh. Oh well, that that's true enough, actually. Though and, they are often hungry. Well, deeply hungry. Well, perhaps it would be a little bit easier. But I'll, I mean, I'll ask you something difficult in return. It's true. It's true. I. I'm afraid oh. I haven't been fair to you, so I'm going to release you from your initial promise. Well, thank you very much. I think, with that said, we can engage in violent conflict resolution. Oh. I, 
I no, agree with this. We could jingle bells at you. What? No. What? Bells. <laughs> All of a sudden, the trolls freak out. You didn't tell me they had bells. I didn't know. I didn't know. Well, we did our best on this one, but I'm afraid that discourse. And violence all come in third to bells. <laughs> you begin ringing bells most vigorously. Yep. Uh, she I, the whole time she was setting up a set of like choir bells, so the playing little tunes. Yep. Yep. So you start you start playing. Bum ba ba bum bum ba ba bum. Bum ba ba bum bum ba ba bum 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 Which is of course anathema to trolls. Yes, they can't they can. And the trolls scurry off, leaving your path unimpeded to Cornturn. Well, that didn't go as well as I expected, but it didn't go as poorly as you expected. No, that that reached a very bizarre medium level of difficulty. <laughs> I think I need to go clean my armor. <laughs> well, Rudiger, that's a good way to stay in the family trade. Uh, so, Rudiger, you are polishing your armor, and... Uh, some of like the, the voices of your comrades are echoing in your mind as you're uh, polishing your armor. Uh, they they remind you of some of the lessons that they have taught you so far on this journey. Family is very important. Very important. Family is very important. Family is very important. Do family not disappoint your is family. Very important, Rudiger. But you're very smart, so you should be a wizard. Kick mightily, Rudiger. Kick mightily. <laughs> uh, and you, like, you sort of have a, a, a throbbing headache at this point. Uh, you've polished your armor to satisfaction. Uh, like, you, you look down at your palms. You're sweating. Uh, you put your armor back on. You figure it's best to just get through this journey and, uh, Figure out what's going on in this My town. father is going to hear about this. And if I come home with another black mark on my record, he's going to lock me back up in my room for <laughs> weeks. Oh, how old's Rudiger? I'm 36. <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. I won't let him down. I'm not going to let him find out that I blew it on another mission. Let's go save those orphans. So you come to a large hill, uh, all, like uh, so so close to a mountain, pretty much in the middle of nowhere. Um, this hill is surrounded by fresh marshlands that have been created by the horrible flooding of the springs. Um, and on top of this hill is a small town with uh, wooden fences all around it. I'm inspired. I'm marching down the hill and headed towards one of those fences. I'm going I into this town. I think we finally reached him. It's I'm going to find me some children. He's blossoming! <laughs> so, uh, you, you march into the town, and what you see leaves a distinct impression upon you. It doesn't quite horrify you. It doesn't warm your heart either. It is somewhere in between. As you see, uh, children uh, 
sitting around playing in about every street corner imaginable. There are some that are sleeping on stoops, some that are playing in flower beds, uh, others uh, chasing each other playing tag in the streets. It would be heartwarming if you didn't know in your heart of hearts that these children are running about on their own without anyone to care for them. Oh, no. It's our worst nightmare. I I grab my halberd and unscrew the blade from it, leaving only my three-yard stick enchanted by the greatest nuns of Our Lady of the Most Miserable Children. I had prayed it would never come to this. Blaine, put put your weapon away. What are you doing? I, I have been touched by your wisdom, and now I'm going to touch these children. Uh, except, 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 he means that in a uh, decent, okay way. Yes. He means, like, with, metaphorically. Uh, um, you, Touch their hearts. Oh. And minds. But not literally. Their, no. No? His with, heart and mind. With their... Through the ether. Through the, he will empathize with them. <laughs> Do you empathize. Yes. Empathize with them. Yes. Yes, that is what will At happen. last, yes. I understand you. Her arcane tongue is so difficult to discern. I want to. I'm going to go talk to one of these one of these lads. All right, you you st- there's a uh, filthy-haired boy with mud all over his face, uh, dressed in a little commoner's uniform. He's kicking a rock down the street. You filthy-haired boy! Oh, that's me! I'm a filthy-haired boy. Take some pride in your appearance. Wash off that mud. Clean that hair. How are you to say that to me? I'm a brave adventurer. Uh, make a charisma, make a parlay check, uh, charisma based. What do you know? I am, in fact, a brave adventurer. <laughs> he looks at you. Well, you live a life of danger, don't you? Like you wouldn't believe. Around every corner, a new way to die. So many of them. Why, you strike me as a perfect role model. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Orphans. Orphans, come to me! <laughs> and suddenly, the orphans throughout the city descend upon Rediger. This man, this man here, he risks his life every day. Does he need to? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe he just takes risks, and he cares not for his life or the lives of those around him. And the orphans, like, excited, chatter, uh, chatter excitedly. Oh, my, I think he, he's correct. Look at him. He, he's so careless with, with his life. It's so dangerous. We, we, we all want to be that way. You have to teach us, Rediger. You must found a school, Rediger. A school. I want to talk to you children about something called self-sufficiency. <laughs> what you need to do is go out in the world. No, a school, Find Rediger. a job. Get a career. Where you teach both the martial and arcane arts. I, I'm just so proud of you. I'm just so... These pallid eyes weep tears of golden joy. They do not do that. Actually, they do. They, There's the no gold. See, the, you actually, see gold I, tears. I, I, oh, God. God. What is happening to, get to you? Looked at. I, I do. I, I, I'm just so proud. I really needed to hear that. This school shall teach the orphans self-sufficiency. 
We need to find a location for this school, children. Maybe there's some place far outside of this village, an abandoned building somewhere where you could gather. Indeed, there are caves! There's a system of caves! We just require some brave hero to clear out the monsters and show us the way of life-defying danger! We, you, are that hero, Rudiger. I, I'm just... Yes, children! <laughs> Follow us to the caves! What, what you will see! You will see what this looks like! You will see your champion vanquish evil with his sword and his shield and his beautiful mind! Wait, I see two problems with this plan. <laughs> Number one, we will have to stay within close proximity to and maybe talk to children. <laughs> Number two... Those children might then die, as they currently have no martial or or arcane capabilities. No, they do not. And we are taking them to dangerous territories. The life of an orphan is danger. There is no difference between this street danger and that cave full of terrible I disagree. I disagree. Soul destroyer. Here there are grumpy adults who don't want to feed them and don't know what to do. There, there are things that want to eat them. Probably. Well, Rediger, again, you you find yourself torn between two viewpoints. One, that would risk uh, the lives of these children at the chance to improve them. And the other that would preserve their lives, but leave them in a state of squalor. What do you do, Redegar? What do you choose? Well, children need guidance. I don't like the sound of these monsters you're talking about, but maybe we can maybe we can talk them out of the caves, or or negotiate, or I don't know, I don't yes! know if I'm up on this whole weaving. Ah, he found a way to take our suggestions and find a. An alternate path that betters the children. Yes. The sooner we leave this town, the better. With the children. <laughs> in tow. Ideally, with them at a tow at a distance. We don't want to be anywhere close to them. That seems wise. Perhaps if we put them in the wizard us. tower while we investigate no. the cave. No. Oh, I like the sound of that. They are a not. A perfect no. place to put them. They nope. could probably get cleaned nope. up. There's nope. It's safe. That's terrible. It's everyone, colorful. everyone hates that it's idea. It's so colorful. No, all the children hate that idea. Don't you, children? Children? Yes, they do. Would you like to stay here in the streets, or come to the caves with us and stay in a magical enchanted tower? No, those are not. That's not a necessary. No. Are you telling me I have the option of continuing my squirrelish life as an orphan, or? Being whisked away to a magical wizard's tower, no. where I will then it's find very, some extension It's very dangerous. School. No, I read a book about this, and it's not that dangerous. <laughs> it's great. No, it's uh, everything in it is alphabetized, which is boring, which is very boring. Apparently, that one can read. That can be fixed. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I haven't met a system of alphabetization that I haven't been able to dismantle and reassemble into something unrecognizable. I am going to require some amount of convincing, because currently, this is a terrible plan. It sounds exactly like we know what we're doing. I'm, once again, so proud of you, Rocker. Thank you. So very proud. Thank you. Children, to the caves! <laughs> no! 
<laughs> a flood of orphans heads towards the tower. Uh, and you guys begin your journey to the caves. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, it's a Baldur slow... Dash, that, that was a good choice you made. It was a terrible choice. It I don't... Was, shut up. It, it was, was very kind. No. You. It was very Do you have any idea the havoc that's being wrought? Um, so inside the tower, uh, we're going to forego the normal roles, mm-hmm. uh, because I believe now you have to in- instead teach the children valuable lessons. You need to teach them lessons of preparedness, restraint, and uh, general knowledge. This will replace your trailblazing, uh, scouting, and quartermaster roles. Oh, interesting. What are the three things that we need to teach again? Uh, restraint for quartermaster. Yeah. Uh, general per, general knowledge for understanding the world around you. Okay. And of course, instead of trailblazing, you have to teach them preparedness. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm all about restraint. I Every will time teach there's a fight, I'm all I'm restraining all up in there. With with my incunables at at hand, teaching these these whippersnappers will be no problem, no impediment. Okay, so I'll need you to make wisdom-based rolls and for you to explain to me how you are delivering these messages to them. Okay, so I get a nine, mm-hmm. and I am taking books and then beaming the knowledge directly into the children's heads. <laughs> That's what what do you say to them as you do this? Thing. Become better! And <laughs> so you take books, uh, you load the... Like, you put these children into clockwork orange-style chairs where their eyelids are forced oh, to be open, no. and you put the book directly in front of them, and then you take a, no- a crystal of knowledge, and you uh, fo- you summon, you call down mighty lightning bolts from the sky yes. into the uh, lightning rods on the tower. They power up the crystal of knowledge, which shoots through the book. And uh, puts knowledge directly into the children's head. Mm-hmm. Ah! I know so many things. Some things. There are more things to know. There's more. Strap yourselves in. <laughs> uh, next, we're going to move to Rediger. Rediger. How are you conveying your life lesson to these children? I'm going to yell at them and tell them how they're a disappointment to <laughs> generations of their family. And if they cry, I'm going to send them away to their rooms. <laughs> okay. Uh, and appropriately enough, that is a failing tactic. <laughs> I think, unless you have a wisdom of two. I do not, know. Okay. So, that is a... So, you, you yell at them, and you discipline them, like your father did to you. They begin to weep and cry... Uh, and you say, you banish them to your rooms! Go away, hide your emotions! <laughs> Just suppress. Suppress! Bury it deep where no one can ever find it, and do what daddy tells you. After an appropriate amount of hours for them to calm down, you bring them back out and begin to berate them again. <laughs> this does not seem to work for you. And now we're going to move on to Blaine. Blaine, how do you convey your lesson? My, my lesson is readiness. Readiness. Yes, readiness. Readiness at all times. 
As a paladin, I neither eat, nor sleep, nor... What was the third one again? Um, or thirst. <laughs> okay. As a result, I begin to teach all the children this valuable lesson. You don't need to eat. <laughs> you don't need to sleep. You don't need to drink. That's readiness. <laughs> that's, that's as ready as they're going to be. That's ready to die. <laughs> um, yes, that is exactly so what I'm teaching them. A great success of A 11. great success. <laughs> Several of them are beginning to take vows. <laughs> so uh, you, you, you begin to teach them... Uh, a lesson that because you, that is a partial success and not a total success. Am I am I right? I got that? an eleven. Eleven. Oh, never mind. That is a total success. So yeah, you don't need to eat. You don't need to sleep. You don't need to drink. You teach you are them. ready for everything now. And the the children like start murmuring to each other. I don't know about this lesson. And then one of them goes, Wait a minute. <laughs> He's talking in metaphor. I assure you, this is an ironic message being delivered to us. He's teaching us that. that material wants are not what will provide us with the happiest life. No, that no, we must I... instead pursue higher things. That is true, and like spiritual fulfillment. That is true, and you are taking all of the information from the books that I have beamed into your heads yes. and using it to positive results. Yes, and yes, and <laughs> yes, and you don't need to eat. Except that is probably not the case. And you don't need to sleep. As you know, <laughs> and you don't need to drink. Yes, and so yes, and. After days of educational journey, <laughs> you guys arrive at the cave, children in tow. And at the base of the cave, you see many bones littered about. Uh, many of them have armaments, swords, shields, bows, beards. But they are all skeletons. They have all fallen. It appears this is a graveyard. I, I, I would call it a feeding ground, or just a massacre. Maybe that could be correct. Is it too late or to go back to town and start that school? Yes, as a matter of fact, it is. We've already taught them so much, and they are so excited to live in this cave. This hey. cave that you chose, Redeker, that you chose by yourself. Right. Inspired by your own potential. Right. I'm going to believe in myself. We're going to follow through on this. Rediger, I just have three things to tell you before we go in to this cave. Three very important lessons. Okay. One, you don't need to eat. That is incorrect. <laughs> Two. Disregard, note one. <laughs> you do not need to sleep. Again? <laughs> and incorrect three. and irrelevant to the current situation. And three, Rediger, you don't need to drink. Phil, okay. Okay. None of these you know, these lessons are useful. Remember conflicting messages. Remember again. I am being entirely literal. I think I'm gonna go yell at the children some more. <laughs> I I have a uh I have a well a not exactly true but possible but possible note to Rudiger from his father. Would you like to hear this possible note, Rudiger? Mmm. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very conflicted about this. That but no I think matter I, uh, what he has said to you, he probably loves you. 
He probably does. Doesn't sound quite like no, my father. No, he, he definitely, most likely, loves you, Radiger. You, you see the note? It's <laughs> definitely done up in Balderdash's handwriting <laughs> and signed, The Father of Rediger. So he most likely has given you permission to pursue you, you know? Just do you. Just do Rediger. I'm going to be me. Yeah. I, I'm going to go in the cave. That's see, right. You walk into the cave, and uh, Blaine, you feel over uh, an overwhelming evil in this area. There is much darkness here. Rudiger. Yes. There's a lot of darkness here. If it turns out that your father is dressed in some kind of magical black armor, wielding an enchanted red blade, and he steps out from a tree, remember... Talk to him first. Yes, don't strike him down, because that's most likely going to be your head under that helmet. Also, it might make him stronger than you can possibly imagine. So, so just be aware of that. We're agreed on that, definitely. We are entirely agreed on this. <laughs> I think maybe Anything I need... else, strike it down immediately. But you do go in alone, But yes. you go in alone. You go in alone. You go in alone. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, shouldn't I have maybe studied with the crocodile no. witch for no, a while? Take, for take no, what no. you bring with take you, Radiger, and go. <laughs> Remember, so, we're so proud of you. <laughs> so, Rediger, you have your shield, you have your sword, and you're sort of pushed by your allies into this cave. Uh, and as you walk... Deeper into this cave, there's mist uh, that's flowing about. That's about the height of your shins. Um, you're looking. You're looking around, and this cave suddenly turns into a dank swampland. Uh, <laughs> there are many chittering creatures about. Oh, I have a thing about chittering. Oh, I <laughs> uh, so in this dark atmosphere, Rediger, well, what what do you do? How do you steal yourself, prepare yourself for battle? Well, I know if I turn around and go back right now, it's gonna get back, gonna get back home. So I'm gonna proceed into the mist very gingerly, poking in front of me with my sword and making a lot of noise. I don't want that chittering coming anywhere near me. <laughs> so you use you use the knowledge that you've gained from reading books to. Make yourself appear as a threat. When, when infiltrating a strange cave, the best course of action is to make as much noise as possible. Yeah, absolutely. It lets all of the smaller animals around know that you're a danger to them. Uh, so you begin, uh, make a charisma based check. <laughs> oh. That's a three. So, unfortunately, you're also feeling, like, some pretty high tension right now, so your intimidating grunts and growls come out more as whimpers and cries. And as you touch your face, you realize, oh dear, those are tears coming down from your eyes. You're so afraid right now, you are tearing up. <laughs> when, a, when a horrible black beetle skitters out in front of you, and it speaks in a dark tongue. Redeker. Uh, hello? I am an aspect of your fear, your self-loathing, I Rediger. always thought you'd be much bigger. I'm dense. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Turn back, Redeker. <laughs> but my, my friends are counting on me. They're, they're waiting outside the cave. If counting I on you. Believe in yourself, Redeker. What you do you hope to do? To eat. <laughs> Provide a home for a child? You could never turn this cave into a home for a child. Family is the most important thing, Redeker. You ch- don't need to sleep. <laughs> Chil- children need to be protected. These children need a home. Ha! Should you not turn back, I shall devour you here. The beast leaps forward to- towards you, uh, striking you with one of its mandibles. Uh, you take four damage as its mandible tears into you. How do you respond, Rediger? Well, I know if there's anything that damages parts of my psyche, it's my father's ancient sword. So I'm going to hit it with it. All right. Uh, roll an attack. <laughs> and that wasn't so successful. So you bring your father's ancient sword, the sword that represents every part of uh, your family's lineage, the lineage that has bared down on you your entire life and forced you into a life that you're not entirely satisfied with. As you bring it to the the shell of your self-loathing creature, it shatters into a thousand pieces. Ha ha ha! The sword of your father could never pierce the husk of self-loathing. I will devour you here, Redeker. I will consume you and become you. True family supports one another, Redeker. You don't need to sleep. <laughs> I have a new family now. My friends are here, and they believe I can do this. I'm not going to let my self-loathing beat me. Not again. All right. You focus your energy, uh, and I need you to make a charisma-based roll. Perhaps I should stop using my father's dice. (laughs) (laughs) You focus your energy, and as you focus your energy... While you're distracted, trying to focus on yourself, the creature again lashes out, and you take four more damage as it, as its mandibles pierce your skin, causing you incredible pain. Uh, so I think that shooting through the darkness comes a magic missile, followed by... What do you got? By, by a comforting hand on your shoulder, taking your wounds onto himself. <laughs> Uh, so I imagine the magic missile does some damage, but... Yes. Two, three. Now that you've realized that you were never really alone, Rudiger, we're here for you. I... Literally, though, you were actually alone. Well, he wasn't really. We were like ten feet back. It's true. You you really need to practice the preparedness aspect of this. Anyway, the point is that family supports one another. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's kill a beetle that looks like your self-loathing. With your support, I know I can do this. Absolutely. All right, Rediger. <laughs> now please be on this thing while I watch from back here. <laughs> As you like, sir. <laughs> a seven. A seven. Uh, so that is a successful hit, uh, but the creature does get to strike back at you, and it deals four damage, which I guess is all this creature is capable of rolling. <laughs> I feel strange, as if 
I'm doubting something about myself for the first and only time in my... Oh, that's... Oh, Rodiger, is this what you feel like all of the time? Worse. Oh, yes, your no. self-loathing affects not only you, Rediger, but those close to you who oh. you care oh, for. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to finish striking you down. <laughs> That'll be ten damage. <laughs> it explodes in holy energy <laughs> as it dissipates. I guess I could do it. You definitely could, Rodiger. Yes. Yes, you uh, should. I you did should, it. Yes. But he, you he did. Really but next time, I did it. next time, Rediger will. I should have never doubted myself. Not even a bit. Uh, next time. <laughs> so you you travel. You and your friends who are now with you travel deeper into the swampy innards of this cave. By the way, I'm still quite serious. If your father appears in black armor with a red glowing sword. You, you there leave, is nothing you, we have ever agreed on more. You leave that to us. 100%. 100%. Do not decapitate Do that. not Just don't strike him down. Nope. <laughs> uh, and you come upon... Uh, you, you, like it's, You've been journeying now for what feels like days. You know in your mind it's hours, but you're, it's so tired. Your, army, your armor is so heavy on you. Uh, you're sweating so much. And you're so thirsty and so hungry when you look back uh, just to see how far you've gone. You see a magnificent table before you with a splendiferous bed beside it. It's got deep purple sheets and the table is full of bright fruits and red meats. Nope, nope, no, none of this. Well, so in this circumstance, you don't need Rutiger. to eat. What you have I been telling you? do not need to drink. Don't you drink. also don't need to sleep. Don't eat. Don't sleep. No. So, who was being literal and who was wrong about me being metaphorical? Okay, normally, no, you might be literal, but that's not useful. This, however, this appears to be probably Faye. I'm just going gonna, gonna to put that out there. Probably Faye. So nobody should eat anything or sleep in that scary purple bed. I'm not sure I've earned a meal and a nap at this point. It's true, Rudiger. You weren't particularly great in that last fight. (laughs) Also, how dare you defy me? The tempting table. Oh, we defy you. We seriously defy you. No, no, let, let the table speak. I am here to corrupt the soul of Rediger and teach him the ways of self-indulgence. Well, that's that's just not going to work. Come to me, Rediger. Sleep. You keep eat, saying that we should like drink. Hear people focus out. Focus on your in. needs and ignore the needs of those around you. Rediger, tell him what I've told you. Don't drink. Absolutely. Don't. Eat. Absolutely. Don't sleep. Three. In this specific <laughs> circumstance, that is an adequate lesson. No! In, in pretty much all circumstances. The truest lesson any can know. <laughs> no, just, not to sleep, justice. not to eat, and not to drink. I feel like that's going to cause you to burn at home. <laughs> it explodes <laughs> into sparkly dust. And... You feel you feel strengthened by your spirit inside you as you continue further. 
I'm proud of you, Rudiger. Lesson well learned. I needed that. Thank you. Did you? Did you need to learn that lesson? I, I mean... Yes, yes. For yes. that specific monster, perhaps. And then, before you, two glowing red eyes are in the darkness. A smile opens up full of gleaming, needly teeth. As a voice says, I see you have made it deep into the cave, Rediger. But you will not pass the final challenge. You are a disappointment, Redagar. No, no, I'm here with, with my friends, and they're behind me, and I, and I can do it. Your friends are with you, but they have solved this entire journey for you. You are worthless, Redaka. I was an essential supporting character. Your sword clattered harmlessly against your own self-loathing. My father's sword, not my sword. And I've it, never had my own sword. It was the words of your friends that dis- that destroyed the tempting of self-indulgence, Rediger, not your own words. No, no, I've, I've learned the wisdom from other people, and I've, and I've, learned, I've learned how I should handle myself. The creature steps forward. You see it has, the ma- it has the face of a man, the mane of a lion, the wings of a dragon, and the tail of a scorpion. You know what it is, Rediger? Scary? Well, okay, but if we go through our, our, what would we, demonomicons. No, no. I think the creature has a point. Step back on this one and let him think for himself. We believe in you, Rediger. We believe in you, Rediger. Spout lore. I got a six. A six, which is not a success. However, in Dungeon World... You can aid your allies in their time of need. Okay, so, 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 Rediger, you know this. I know you do. Just think of the themes of what we've been doing, the, the poise, poisonous themes, and think about uh, maybe, maybe volume M. Maybe, maybe volume M. Now you need to make a roll plus your bond and describe your bond with Rediger. I know that Rudiger will play an important role in the events to come. I have foreseen it, and I believe in him implicitly. And I got a... Do I add something to this? Uh, yeah, it's it's your bond. So it's a bond of one. Oh, okay. So ten. Ten. That's a success. Rudiger, at your core, you are a man. And I trust you implicitly. That's another... It's a great success. It's a great success. So that gives you plus two from your allies, raising it. Their words, especially... The words of of your paladin friend echo in your mind. At your core, you are a man. You core. are a man, I'm a man at your core. Core. A, a man, man at your core. Man core. Man, man. Volume M. <laughs> a manticore. It's a manticore. You know my name. And hideous red light illuminates the manticore. You see that it's wearing black armor. And that the human face on the manticore 
is that of Walton the Bold. <gasps> father! I am your father! Okay. That's enough of this. That's... You just... Just sit down. Just sit down for a moment. Yeah, no, no, no. Stop, stop speaking. Stop speaking. <laughs> normally, normally I let creatures, monsters, people, ch- we're all somebody's child talk. But but you're just mean. You're just a mean-spirited yeah, bad you've father. been really mean. You're just awful. And we are going to stop you from doing this. Impossible. I raised you. I taught you to internalize your hatred and your anger. You know what? And that's where you'll keep it, Redeker, inside. You you just shush. This isn't even a problem with Redeker. This is a problem with you. (laughs) It's true. This is, I mean, Redeker's only problem is that he needs to forgive himself, and then he needs to forgive you. Because you have been bad. We've been been talking a lot about how important family is, but I think the person who's forgotten that lesson isn't Redeker. I think it's you. It's probably you. Daddy Manticore. Yeah. You know, they're right. Where did where did this rage always come from? You had it easy. Your father just gave you everything. You went to the schools he wanted to. You never really worked that hard. Why'd you always take it out so hard on me? Is that what you think? Is that what you think? The the pressure of a thousand generations bearing down on you? Do you think this is what I wanted for myself to be to be some fighter? I wanted to be an artist, Rediger, but I had to continue the family line. Just as you must continue the family line, the cycle can never be broken. What? No, oh, that's ridiculous. I thought you told me those drawings I found in your desk were something that you won gambling at the tavern. The man who drew those is dead. And all that remains is what stands before you, Rediger. I, I don't see why you can't can't embrace that side of yourself. I would love to see more of your pictures. The the, the manicure starts to sweat as you make a charisma based roll. Can we aid him in some? Oh! The aid is unnecessary. <laughs> the lesson we've learned today <laughs> is use better dice. Oh, I was going to say Balderdash. The lesson we've learned today is sometimes we don't need to aid Rudiger. He can do it all on his own. <laughs> but also using better dice helps. Yes. But also using official one-shot dice <laughs> helps a lot more. So a, a beaming light uh, comes out of your chest, burning away the, the dark armor on the manticore. And a gleaming white sword comes out of your heart and into your hand. It could also be a wand. It can also be a wand. It's halfway between a wand and a sword. Perfect. If if you want it to be that, it's, it's only s- perfect if you. It's only perfect if you want it to. Actually, be that. yeah, Rediger, describe it's how a, your heart swand. sword works. It's a swan. A swan. The swan of your heart. Perhaps it could be like a like a like a staff axe. Let let Rediger decide. A staff. Uh, you know what it is? It's a paintbrush. It's a magical paintbrush. And with this, I'm going to redraw you, Father. You don't have to be a horrible monster. You can be the man you always wanted to be. And that's what I'm going to be, too. No, you're, you're, re, you're realigning your memory. You're taking only the positive of growing up. You're remembering the times that I was there for you at your recitals. You're remembering the happy Christmases where you open presents from me. You're remembering the good times and not the negativity. And with that, you are banishing me. Rediger, 
Make your final strike. <laughs> That's a three. <laughs> can can we aid Rediger? We're both going to aid Rediger. If you both manage to aid Rediger. Oh, uh, hold on. Art is best when it's collaborative. Uh, seven. 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 Okay. Seven. So that is a partial aid. Uh, they give you the power. I'm going to say to re-roll this dramatic moment. <laughs> Oh, come on. Hey! Oh, better stories are told with friends helping. I don't actually understand what's going on. <laughs> and you you run forward at the manticore and you plunge you plunge the sword the, the paintbrush into its into its heart and the paintbrush gets absorbed into its heart and the horrible monstrous features of the manticore melt away and it once again becomes the full visage of Walton the Bold. And you're right next to him, and he reaches out and embraces you. And suddenly, you're surrounded by all the orphans, which you now realize bear the faces of, of, uh, uh, of, of combinations of you and, and, and some woman who, who was nagging at the back of your mind, who was trying to come forth, and everybody says, Rediger, 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 Wait, wait, wake up, dear, dear, wake up. What? What? Mom? Is is that you? It's it's me. It's 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 Sarah. It's Sarah. The children are here. I had the strangest dream. That's not important now. What's important now is that you're a father. I think I'm ready. And with that, we conclude this super weird episode of One Shot with these fine words from our sponsors. Remember, folks, everyone at home, you don't need to eat. You don't need to sleep. You don't need to drink. Oh, man. Thank you so much for playing Thanks, Thanks, guys. Well, I hope you liked that one. It was weird as hell. For all the rookie GMs out there, I do not recommend using that trope we called upon. But I know Cat Sam and I enjoyed ourselves, and I think David did too. Gen Con was really great for one shot. I have so much exciting news that I'm holding back from telling you guys right now, I cannot wait for you to find out. I'm in the process of putting together some pretty major episodes. I think you're going to love them. This is making up for our lack of an epiphany beta, which is still in editing. We should have final beta edits done in either September or October. I will keep you updated on that, I promise. Guys, One Shot is a Peaches and Hot Sauce presentation. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. That music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! Okay.